Hey folks, Pam back from Down for Paws here. I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about dogs and your kids, well, your kids going back to school and how, you know, that affects your dogs and some things you guys can do to kind of help your dogs out in the whole transition of your kids um, going back to school. Um, I know it's something that most folks may not think about, like how is this affecting my dog and kind of why do I have to worry about my dog when my kids are going back to school? But it all boils down to, um, you know, time change and kind of like a, a change in environment and things like that. And if you were with me a few weeks ago, how dogs learn, um, you know, just a reminder, it does affect a dog's behavior. So with that, you know, in mind, with your kids going back to school, there's a few things that you kind of want to look at. Um, when it comes down to your dog and things like that. Um, so just to touch on a few things, one of the things that you kind of want to look at is, you know, the first thing is, you know, what is your schedule going to look like in September or when your, you know, kids go back to school, even if they're not going back to school, say your job is, you know, switching and you have a new schedule, you want to look at that too. Um, Cause Scott, I know you have a dog and things like that. Do you guys yeah. anticipate any type of, schedule changes or things like that it could be it could be something so little it could be something big but you just kind of want to look at the you know the bigger picture of what your schedule is going to look like in the future not too much uh mm -hmm. my daughter's not going to school yet but i know okay. with like a lot of friends they're this is and just talking to other parents this is like the craziest mm -hmm. time just like it's so hectic there's such a, mm -hmm. a a shift in like the day-to-day -day and just like the morning routine changes uh, afternoon yep. when they come back changes as well like the whole day just like goes from one thing to like something so different because the kids are not home anymore they're mm -hmm. just like they're the dogs are you know we forget about them because we're so focused on the kids and getting them ready exactly. for school and like just getting them out the door and getting to school and like oh okay everything's done <laughs> right yep. but then we yep. forget about the dogs and the dogs like hey what, what just happened? Yep. Where'd everyone go? Like, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. The dog's like, what about me? And so yeah. that's why we're having this conversation so I can tell you yeah. what about the dogs. Yeah. And so like one of the things you guys, like, of course, think start, you know, while I'm going through this, start thinking about your schedule now. And, you know, as I talk about, you know, the certain things with dogs and going back to school, see how it applies to your dog and if it would work for you. So yeah. one of the things that you kind of want to do is think about how bored your dog is going to be if you, in fact, are completely leaving in the house, leaving in the house in September. Um, you kind of want to help them out with that now. And so you can do a lot of enrichment toys. And by enrichment, I mean like, you know, puzzle toys, like stuffing a Kong, um, putting some peanut butter inside it, their favorite treats, and freezing it um, just to add the extra duration so it could take them longer. And kind of getting a few of those stuffed up in the freezer. And then before you leave the house, you just want to give it to them. Um, just so it'll keep them engaged and stuff. So they're not just sitting there doing nothing. Um, you could also throw out their favorite toys. If you know that they engage with some toys longer than others, you even want to start thinking about that. Like which toys do they really love and that will keep them busy while I'm away or doing things and such like that. So that's, um, a really big one kind of like, um, you know, getting the toys together. So start thinking about that. Um, as far as games as well, there's certain games that you can play as well with your dogs to keep them kind of um, engaged and not bored. And some of these games I kind of give, I give my clients too, to kind of work on, you know, if you were back with us too, for loose leash walking, um, you can use this as well to apply everywhere. But it's a game called Find It. And it is essentially just tossing, getting a handful of treats, tossing them on the ground in a room and letting your dog search for them. Um, it keeps them occupied. It's, um, 
it actually tires them out. Sniffing is very exhausting, but it gives your dog something to do and it helps them work their brain. So they're actually training at the same time. Um, so just little games like that. Um, also playing tug with them, playing fetch, just something to get their energy out. Um, you know, kind of thinking about how long you're going to be gone and, you know, how much exercise they need and kind of doing that ahead of time too uh, would be essential as well. Um, so just thinking about management in that sense. Um, also, like Scott, you were saying, like um, your routines, um, start yeah. thinking about that now. You don't want it where, you know, your kids start school, say September 7th, and then all of a sudden that day is like, bam, your dog's getting a routine. Start yeah. preparing your dog in advance for um, things like that. So if you know that, you know, your kids start in September 7th, start the week before um, with that new routine. Um, so what you can do is, you know, kind of look at your new schedule and say right now you're waking up at 7 a.m. with your dog, but in September is going to be 6 a.m. You want to start waking your dog up now at 6 a.m. and kind of thinking about, OK, I'm going to feed him at 530, you know, get this done by six um, just so they know um, the new routine is not such a surprise to them yeah. um, when you're away. Um, also, biggest thing, too, if you're working on party training with your dog, um, determining bathroom breaks is going to be key um, because even a little switch in that could uh, change your dog's behavior. If your dog is going to the bathroom now at a certain time today, so say your dog's going at like 8 a.m., 12 and five, and you know there's gonna be a big shift in that, you wanna get your dog on schedule for that now. Um, again, starting a week prior, even starting now would be key because potty training is one of them that does take time for your dog to yeah. kind of grasp. Um, and you even wanna do that in a gradual sense, getting your dog um, you know, on a good potty training schedule. Yeah. What, one thing too that I heard from a lot, yeah, and so are you, is your dog pretty much potty trained? Yeah, he's good, he's good, but I can tell like, some days, like when he goes to daycare, yes, we have to get him up earlier. And so the, the schedule is different, right? So getting him, if we were doing that every day, like with someone going back, with families going back to school, it makes a lot of sense to train him before the event actually happens, right? Don't train him in the event, but train him before the actual event to like change his schedule and stuff. That makes a lot of sense. Uh-oh. Oh, you're breaking up a little bit. Okay. Uh-oh, you're breaking yeah. up a little bit. Go ahead with what you're going to say. I think, uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Live TV. Hello. Yeah. So Scott's breaking up a little bit. You're breaking up a little bit. So I know you was talking about the schedule changes and things like that. And I kind of missed the last part, but I think you was kind of trying to explain when you should start that. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like you should, it sounds really good to be able to start uh, before the events are actually happening, like back to school actually happens, start before. That makes a lot of sense to me, so. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so, and then another thing I wanted to talk about too is um, the noises as well. I know a lot of folks now are talking about their dogs, whether they just got them in the home are kind of like um, scared of certain noises. And so if you know that your dog may be afraid of certain sounds, you kind of want to think about how are you going to help them along with that? So whether that's turning on the TV during the day, um, also you can buy a white noise machine, something that kind of plays um, as a distraction so your dog's not hearing all the outside noise. And another thing too, dogs love classical and reggae music. is a known study behind that. And so you can play classical and reggae music kind of like to chill your dogs out. 
Um, if you're unsure of what sounds um, your dog may be um, barking at or you just got your dogs, so you're kind of nervous and you don't know, you can test that out as well by playing different um, sounds. I use that too with my clients too, kind of sensitizing them or desensitizing them to sounds. So you can go on YouTube, um, look up, you know, noises of <clears throat> cars honking or babies crying <clears throat> or things like that and play them and see how your dog reacts to that. If your dog is kind of skittish or nervous, again, you can use treats to help them, you know, enjoy liking the noise and stuff like that. Um, but you just kind of want to make sure that your dog's not going to be at home barking all day. And um, that's one of the ways kind of to figure that out is kind of like going through those techniques and making sure. No, I, I, I've actually, if you have like a Google home or Alexa, if you, if you have Spotify connecting, you say play a dog coming playlist, mm -hmm. it'll play like an actual playlist as labeled dog coming playlist. So it's pretty cool. Oh, really? See, I yeah. didn't know that. I don't have yeah. Alexa, but if you have Alexa, listen to Scott and just yeah. throw that on. And that's even Spotify. more convenient for you to just go ahead and do it. You know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And so going back to exercise too, um, again, the more you can exercise a dog and get out the energy, the, the tired they'll be during the day. So say, you know, you know, you're going to work eight o'clock in the morning, take them out at seven and take them for a really, really long walk. So at least that it buys you some time to, you know, you know, go away, go to work, you know, they're exhausted. Yeah, they're not going to be exhausted their whole entire time, but it'll at least, you know, tire them out for a good duration of the morning until either someone can come back and let them out for a bath to the bathroom or whatever it may be. Um, and just a reminder, as far as bathroom breaks and things like that, um, whoever's the first one to get up in the morning, have them take them out. And whoever um, is the first one to get home, have them take them out as well, um, just so they're consistent in that way. Um, to work on party training. And the biggest thing I want you guys to take from this is um, distraction is gonna be your number one um, tool for your dog. So make sure you guys are stuffing those cons, getting those puzzle toys together, and also um, try to find some games that you can play indoors, even much so because the winter, if you live in a New England, like in New England, like I do, it's gonna get cold. You're not gonna be able to walk your dog every day or get out every day. So even if you start implementing these games now, you can um, work through them and play them um, during the winter time as well. So I hope you guys have um, gathered some tips for getting your dog, I guess, back to school while you guys are getting your kids back to school. And um, if you guys need to find me, you can reach me at Down for Paws or you can go to downforpaws.com. And I hope you guys um, join me next week and tune in. Awesome. Have a good day, guys. Bye.